Welcome back to the 5-7 Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Pree, and today I'm going to be talking about smoking weed, and I'm going to be talking about, uh, for my tech tip, on what to do if you feel like one of your accounts is hacked. Now, I want to apologize for my voice. I'm a little sick, so uh, it is what it is. It's that time of year. Of course, I get a little something right before the holidays, just as long as it's not happening during the holidays. As of January 1st, you can recreationally smoke marijuana in Illinois. Uh, it's it's uh, it's something that's been a long time coming. And I have an article here from the Chicago Tribune. Once marijuana is legalized on January 1st, Chicago residents will be able to smoke legal cannabis in their balconies or backyards without being ticketed. Mayor Lori Lightfoot and interim police president, a police superintendent, Charlie Beck announced Thursday. While the state law prohibits cannabis consumption in a public place, which is defined as anywhere you can be observed by others in the public, the Chicago Public Police Department, the Chicago Police Department recognizes that an individual using cannabis in their own backyard or balcony poses no direct threat to public safety, and no resident should be arrested or ticketed solely for Sona with the new year. That's led the city to make changes on how the city will address cannabis. Last month, the city council approved Lightfoot's plan to reduce penalties and fines for people caught carrying pot in their car or using it in in public in Chicago. While at-home cannabis use will be legal beginning next year, it will still be against the law to use it in public or in a motor vehicle. It's off-limits for people under 21 and can't be used or carried near a school building, public park, daycare facility, or near any correctional facilities. Under the mayor's proposal, people caught in the off-limit spaces in Chicago with less than 30 grams of marijuana would be issued a $50 ticket for the first offense, which is less than a red light ticket violation. If someone is caught improperly carrying marijuana a second time within 30 days, the fine will double to $100. Currently, people accused of illegal pot possession in Chicago face fines of up to $500 and could have their vehicles impounded if it's found in their car. The ordinance also prevents cars from being impounded if there's a small amount inside. But any vehicle used in connection with the unlawful purchase or unlawful attempt to purchase or unlawful attempt to sell cannabis may be subject to seizure seizure, and impoundment, according to the proposal. 30 grams of marijuana is about an ounce, which is essentially enough pot for 60 joints, or spliffs, and about half as many blunts, depending on how much is rolled into the tobacco paper. The city's ordinance mirrors the state law, except it has a provision that stops the police from selling, from seizing the cars of residents caught smoking in them unless they are caught with more than 30 grams of the substance. Police can still search vehicles and take possession of them for investigations, but the owners won't face the same stiff fines and penalties they once did simply for having some cannabis. Minors caught with marijuana could be fined, required to do community service, or participate in an educational program under the measure. Starting in January, there will be there will be seven zones across the city where marijuana will be sold legally. Each zone will be capped at having only seven dispensaries, but that number eventually will increase. How the city handles marijuana has come under fire recently from black aldermen who argue it isn't equitable. 
Black Alderman on Wednesday said white dispensary operators will get too big of a head start on the lucrative business and argued broad legalization should be stalled until mid-year. Now, I read another article that stated that um, people in that have been um, victim of the, the war on crime, I'm sorry, the war on drugs, that they will have, uh, that they their licenses will be expedited to them and they'll have options that say other white owners won't have so i think that should kind of even out the stakes there also uh just because you could smoke marijuana legally does not mean that where you work your business uh that it would be accepted there so if you are living in in illinois and you're really excited for this you need to check into how this will be accepted into your, uh, your, your place of business and if they will allow you to smoke marijuana. So uh, that needs to be taken into consideration. Also, yesterday, the MLB has announced that, they are, uh, that marijuana is off of their banned substance list. Uh, but opioids and cocaine still is, and they're going to be testing for that. So that's something else to take into consideration. Uh, I wonder when the NFL is going to uh, lax on their marijuana stance because th- that has been a big, uh, a, a big thing in uh, in the in in uh, what's his name? Uh, there's a football player. He had he has had multiple um, marijuana violations. I, um, I can't think of the guy's name right now, but he played for the Cleveland Browns and. You know, year after year, he had these marijuana violations, and it turned out that he was using marijuana to help with his anxiety. And, uh, but it was illegal at the time, so I guess these, um, the the fines that he faced, you know, you, you can't really retroactively, uh, you can't really retroactively, just. Uh, pay him back his money so i you know and and that's really a, a funny thing because a lot of uh, a lot of places um a lot of people are getting retroactively having their sentences uh taken off of their records for marijuana use and i wonder how that could help how that could work in professional sports anyways that's a i guess a conversation for another time how how it applies with the law and how people have been uh, you know held accountable in the past and then now now that it's legal you're, you're taking away that count accountability from the past so um yeah i, I don't know how that's going to work out but we'll see my tech tip for today is about uh if in case you have felt that you or uh, one of your accounts has been hacked say your email or you know like a shopping account or what have you the first thing that you want to do is go to the website on where you think that your account was hacked and change the password. Because if your account was hacked, uh, more than likely they have your password. And if it has, they might have changed it to something that they want it to be. So if you go to the website and change your password, that will uh, that will negate the fact that your password has been changed by somebody malicious and looking to do something nefarious to, to your account, maybe trying to buy... Uh, items under your name or what have you and have them sent to them or 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 something like that but that is what you want to do in in anything i had a user come up to me this week that had uh, they felt that their uh, apple id was was hacked and they wanted to delete it and and i told them that deleting their apple id 
uh, was a bad idea because you know they'd lose all of their um, all of their iCloud information. You know everything that, everything that they have on there. But if they were to just reset their password, that it could uh, you know it, it, it negates the fact that somebody had had uh, acquired their information. And it turns out that they weren't hacked. You know they were just they were just really really uh, I guess paranoid. You could say. But uh, but they changed their password and, you know, they felt better about it afterwards. And uh, I'm not taking any liability. I want to put that out there, any liability for somebody who feels that they've been hacked or whatever. This is just something that I would do um, if, if I were you and you feel that you've been hacked, just reset your passwords and, uh, and, and you should be good. If you have any accounts that have long-standing passwords. So say you, you've had your Amazon account has had the same password for five years, you know, change that. I think it's a good rule of thumb to change your password every six months. Uh, if, if you're not doing that, maybe it's something that you, you could do. The bare minimum at the first of the year, change your passwords uh, to everything on, on everything just so that uh, you have a clean slate and, um, and make sure nobody has any of your information. So... That's my tech tip for today. Happy holidays, guys. We've got another week until what is, Christmas is in uh, almost a week and a half. So get your shopping done. Be careful out there. It's a high stressful time. A lot of people are, are stressed during the holidays. So uh, be careful whose buttons you push. If there's any road rage, just let it go. You know, it's the holidays. It's, it's time to be jolly. All right. This is Pre out. Pre out.